Okay, I have an idea. Uh, how about we just make the fucking worst movie. Man, this April Fool's Day, didn't, don't we feel like we got fooled? We're all the fool this April. <laughs> we, don't, we won't get fooled again, except we did. Okay. People are going to think we recorded this on April Fool's Day. But <laughs> I know. No, 18 what, what days ago. Literally, what day is it? <laughs> um, wow. Welcome to Jacking Off with Rebecca. I'm Richie. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Richie. Richie, he's giving you his opinion on the film right up top. <laughs> he says, no, thank you. Yeah. Wait. You know, I, I watched this movie today. Me too. Uh, during my lunch break, um, which, by the way, big uh, development. Uh, Rebecca and I are co-workers now. <laughs> I was going to ask. I like, didn't know you, we were going to talk about it. But of yeah. course, we have to. It's so funny and fun to be co-workers. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> We're we just like slacking slack each, each other. other every day. <laughs> There's just like now no facet of my life that doesn't involve Richie Owens. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I think I'm, uh, yeah, like it's fun. I feel like you're, yeah. not, you're not my boss, but you have seniority over me. So now I ask you questions. About a month's worth of seniority. Yeah. yeah. And now I, instead of like doing any actual work, I say, yo, Rich, <laughs> did I do this right? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a very interesting, not to say that I was like ever high status in this relationship, but it just does feel <laughs> like a weird like shift. <laughs> sure. I, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I love it. Good. Me too. And we're going to keep doing it for um, a minute. Yes. How's your For core? Sure. How's your core doing beyond the addition of me as your coworker? Uh, core is going well. I have a job, like I said, which yeah. is great. Yeah, classic. Uh, working, um, making money is nice. I mm -hmm. got my uh check from the government. Me too. Um, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm unfortunately like thriving in this situation. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, this like is, I mean, you can listen to episodes of this podcast where I say like, "Oh, I didn't leave my house for a week." Yeah, this is already like a for thing me. for you to be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now like everyone's on the same playing field, and like all of last year, I sort of felt like, "Oh, I have no like good ideas coming to me because I feel so alone and like mm. separated from everybody I know and love." Um, and now I'm seeing like everybody do that, and like <laughs> it's like, "Oh, like I." I didn't do that bad. Like I felt bad about myself. I was like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so down about myself Yeah. for this. And now I see like how everybody else is reacting. I'm like, Oh, this is like how I was, was normal. This is how it. Yeah. I mean, I tried to sit and I was like, Hmm, time to simply write a beautiful masterpiece of a new play. And then I was like, <laughs> uh, no, I have no inspiration because I have not been living a, how you say life <laughs> to, right, to right. draw from. Um, I did just play a couple rounds of the game of life. And oh. let me tell you in the game of life, I became a lawyer, man, Congrats. I was making money. I finished sure. with like $4.9 million. That wow. was nice. I loved it. <laughs> I want, I want $4.9 million today. 
That's what That'd I would great. like. Yeah, I keep wanting to shop. I want to shop so bad. I want to shop till I drop. Yeah, I've been doing more shopping. What are you um, shopping for, Rich? Uh, nothing like too exciting. I've just been like more like today. I paid to watch this movie. Unfortunately, you did. Why? Because it wasn't streaming any. I watched it on Voodoo. Well, it was on Voodoo, but like the last time I watched a Voodoo thing, like it censored out some stuff, and I was like, Oh, oh I, I couldn't remember if that was Voodoo or Crackle. I thought it was crap. They're all the same. It might yeah. have been. I don't know. But hmm. I didn't want anything to get censored on accident and for, you know, yeah. me to not be able to give the full context of run, Ronnie, run to our loyal <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So um, I paid for that. A movie also, that, yeah. Well, after we watched Run, Ronnie, Run, um, we saw that there's a new documentary about Gal- Galaxy Quest. On really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love Galaxy Quest. Um, Doesn't so it feel like Jack should have been in, in Galaxy Quest? Quest? He should have been in Galaxy Quest. That's before fun. his time, though. I guess, like I before think. the before the break. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but so we watched Galaxy Quest, and then we started the documentary, and now we're recording. So I really wish we could be talking about Galaxy Quest today. Well, I mean, I don't want to go into it too much, but we can say that my fucking hottie Enrico Colantoni is oh, in I Galaxy. You were say something different. Well, there's like a lot of hotties in Galaxy Quest. Yeah, but there's one hottie who you have a serious relationship with. Sam Rockwell? No. No, no. Wait, who do I have a relationship with? In Galaxy uh, Quest? Go Long. Justin Long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just like play the video. Yeah. <laughs> did we ever talk? We talked about that on this, right? I think we did, yeah. When my dad met Justin her. Long <laughs> and, and we talked. Wait, Sam Rockwell's in Galaxy Quest, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was yeah. like, I'm not it's making this up. No, I just, Enrico Colantoni is like top of mind. And I think I'm saying his name right because I was rewatching Veronica Mars with Abby. That, yeah. God, that, I don't know. There's something about him. I just, uh, it's sexual to me. I, I want to kiss the guy, you know? I, and he is I in it. it. Every, that's a great movie. Um, too bad we're not, we can't talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> I would love to, but unfortunately the laws has our hands tied up. Yeah, I feel like we were on such a roll there, you know? And now we're doing Run, Ronnie, Run. But- oh. In, in an interesting way, we were on a roll and Jack r- made this movie uh-huh. pre his role. It just came it out. It came out. There was a lot of... So should we talk about the context of the film? Yeah, sure. By the way, this is a podcast simply about Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, it's called Jacking Off and it's about Jack Black and his whole filmography. Yeah, and, and this is part of it. So we're completionists mm-hmm. and we're doing it. Um, so this is... Yeah, this is like a Mr. Show movie. Yes, um, in a way. In a way. <laughs> yeah. But there's competing um, perspectives on this. It seems that Bob Odenkirk was really not happy with the way that, like, he said that they didn't get Final Cut, um, him and him and, and David Cross, and that there the, the relationship with him and the director, who is, what is it, what's his name again? Something Miller? Know. Troy I Miller? Think I even looked it up. I think it's Troy Miller. Um like was a weird, bad, contentious relationship. And like, I think his, his whole vibe is that this was not the vision for their movie. Right. That's like the general consensus. Um, whereas apparently, um, David Cross is kind of like, "Eh, well, it ends up being the movie that we wrote, which. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. And I was talking about this with Melissa. Yes. It's Troy Uh, Miller. He did dumb and dumber, um, dumb and and dumber. 
Which I actually do stand. At least I did when I saw it in high school. I definitely stand. Um, I stand Dumb and Dumber in general. Um, not I didn't watch two, the one that came out two recently, because I was scared because I didn't want it to tarnish the legacy of the brilliant films. It is tarnished. Dumb and Dumber. Um, yeah. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Uh, we were just watching it, and I was like, I, I, I said to Melissa, I know that, like, I know that. Th- they are upset about not getting like final cut or whatever for this movie. Mm-hmm. But I do have to wonder like would how it have been better? this actually is. Like, sure. Like I would say that if like they did well, get a final cut, this movie would only be a little bit better. I think it's less to do with final cut than it is to do with the writing of it. Cause I read a thing with Scott Ackerman. Did you also read this? No. Okay. So I the right, the official, the, the writers of this is, um, David Cross, Bob Odenkirk, uh, together, together, David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. And then, and then Scott Ackerman, Brian Posehn, um, what's his name? BJ something. BJ Porter. Yes. Um, and I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like all people from Mr. Show. And it was kind of like, that was the vibe was you do a show and you hopefully like a sketch show and then you hopefully get to make a movie out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, those are the, those are the writers. And that's like, for some reason, that's like the goal is to do that. And basically Bob and Dave, like David, like, uh, approached a bunch of the writers from the last season. were like, do you want to make a movie? And some of them said no, cause they had other commitments. And, but people like Scott Ackerman were like, yes, like stoked. They were ready to do it. So they started writing like for a few days. Um, and we're writing like really stupid shit. And like, like the initial, according to the Scott Ackerman interview that I read, the initial like idea was that, uh, what did he say? That like Ronnie is going to go to like, goes to England and, um, what, yeah, Ronnie Dobbs goes to England, has sex with the queen and he battles the Loch Ness monster. And it's like supposed to be, he said they wrote it just like Mr. Show, and that it was just like really silly, stupid shit. But that in the end, the only thing that survived was the beginning clip of like the animation of the like popcorn going to the bathroom before yeah, like yeah. the movie's presented. Like that's the only thing that um, survived from that first draft because Whoa. basically what happened was that they all got in their heads that New Line wouldn't make that version of the movie. So then before even really giving it a shot of that being the movie, they started rewriting it and made it more, tried to make it more like, okay, he has an arc and there's like, like a real movie, you know? Yeah. Um, so they kind of, so it sounds like they fucked themselves over with the writing of it in the beginning, you know? Yeah, like, for sure. They abs- and, and, and that totally makes sense where it's like, cause I mean, I don't know about you, but, and we'll get into it. I feel like for me, the part of the movie that just like feels like a movie is boring and I don't like it and I don't laugh. Yes. But the parts that feel like they can be removed and they're just sketches, those are funny and fun. I know? agree. Uh, yeah, I definitely, like, you can see the Mr. Show in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also maybe say, I think, of all the possible characters they could have used from Mr. Show to make a movie about, Ronnie's yeah. the worst one. Because it's, like, where do you go from there? Yeah. I just don't, like, he. he's not... If you're going to make a m- movie, I feel like the main character has to be redeemable mm-hmm. in some way, even if it's like a farce like this movie is, I guess, supposed to be. Yeah. Like, 
like you have to be able to like root for mm-hmm. Ronnie who is just absolutely unlovable in every way. Yeah. And I think like, like I think it, it I think the thing is though is that it wasn't actually their choice initially to make it the Ronnie Dobbs movie. Apparently New Line Cinema like approached them and was like we want you guys to do a movie and we want it to be Ronnie Dobbs. So oh, really? Yeah. That makes sense. I guess in that regard that I don't know why that would be their their like pull but maybe I guess it sort of makes sense when you think of like this is what 2002 like 2001 they did production 2003 it came out straight to DVD yeah I feel like maybe that makes sense because I don't know like uh, when I was watching this I was like oh yeah I remember cops like that was a whole time that was a whole culture you know Mm -hmm. it definitely has like a sort of like 90s feel to it even though it was like the early 2000s mm-hmm. like if like you know how biodome was also like shitty people you couldn't root for oh like, yeah <laughs> it was just a thing and maybe i you could make the argument that this movie is purposefully making a movie about a guy who's unredeemable and purposely making him so unredeemable to make a commentary about mm-hmm. like the kind of like characters that they were putting on tv at the time or whatever but yeah like, it, I don't think it's a success. It's just mind. that it doesn't like, unfortunately it's not funny enough. Right. No. Like yeah. I didn't laugh that often. And when I did laugh, it was like, I mean, definitely in the, li- the in the last half for sure. I don't think mm-hmm. I laughed really at all in the beginning half of the movie. Yeah. Um, which is basically, I mean, should we talk about it? Yeah. Oh, first of all, I wanted to say fun credit was Eben Schletter Eben did the Schletter. music. And Mr. we know Piano him guy. of Mr. Piano Guy and Paul of Tompkins' Spontaneation. And Paul is like, thanks, peace. guys, for shouting out my show. He's like, I needed the press. <laughs> yeah, up-and-coming comedian Paul, Paul of Tompkins needs more listeners to his dead podcast. I absolutely did write about Spontaneation on AV Club, and he never followed me back. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. You should follow I think me. He's Paul. a tough follow to get. No, that makes sense. I mean, there's no reason that he should follow me, <laughs> but I wanted him to. I would love Paul to be on the show. <laughs> he's still, I checked recently, he still has only like tweets, uh, like two tweets in his entire Twitter career. Oh, has liked? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Both from Melanie Linsky. And as he should, because I fucking stand Melanie Linsky and I'm literally planning to watch Melanie Linsky film after recording. And it is. Digging for Fire. You ever saw it, Joe Swanberg? No. I was so obsessed with Joe Swanberg. I was like, I love Mumblecore. And that's like, I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Chicago and I'm going to work for Joe Swanberg. And I literally almost did. Anyways, that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you ever go to a speakeasy? No, I think that happened after I left. It might have. Right? Yeah, like well, right I actually, I think it was probably happening while you were there, but it wasn't I just like didn't a know thing about it. Until, yeah. I heard like sordid stories about it after I left. And I was like, holy shit. I had heard tell of it. <laughs> um, like I had heard like, oh, Hell Trap's doing a secret show. Yeah. At, at like a place. And I didn't know it was Joe Swanberg's place until... Later on, my friend Laurel, Laurel Softpelton, very funny comedian, mm-hmm. um, did a uh, her one woman show at that place. Oh, at that venue. And, interesting. Uh, I went there and it was very cool. It's free alcohol. What? Yeah. That I, I guess, is it yeah, like in I Wicker Park? Right? No. No, it's not. Where is it? 
You can't tell I me? I can't say. Oh, wow. I can, I can, I can message you. <laughs> okay, yeah, message me. <laughs> and I'll react and you'll know which part of Chicago <laughs> it is according to the reaction. Um, oh, he's typing. <laughs> oh, you know what I'll say to that is gross. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, no, thanks. <laughs> okay, so what happens in this movie? We begin... Ronnie Dobbs is played by David Cross. Yeah. With a mullet. I'll well, say it. I'm attracted with to a, him. With, a, uh, with the popcorn thing. It's the yes. let's go to the movies thing. And then it goes to a narrator guy who's like. Very Rocky Horror. He's like this movie. I haven't seen actually. That's crazy. You should. Horny. Um, Tim Curry hot. Everyone hot he, honestly. So this the narrator guy goes like what? what does he say like. This is a movie. This is a movie. It's not real. Mm. Like it basically that. Sure. Right? Yeah. And you're Funny. like, okay, this is different. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're telling me right away that I'm watching a movie. This is insane. Um and then that's sort of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like <laughs> then what happens? We what we start, we get introduced to Ronnie Dobbs. He's doing shenanigans. Yeah, what is he even doing? At the beginning of this movie. I literally uh, can't remember and I watched it today. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> the, the first note that I wrote is like way late into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like where the first wrote that the note that I wrote was breaking the law song always makes me laugh because it does. You know, it's like, breaking the law, breaking the law. Right. Yeah. I like that always makes me laugh. I like that song. But that's like solidly at least midway through the movie, I feel. Yeah. My um, first note was uh, Leonard Skinner High School. Oh, which, I didn't even notice that. That's the name of the high school in the town David Cross, uh, Ronnie, 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 Ronnie is from. Okay. Uh, it's uh, trash. Like, That's kind of funny. It's in Georgia, right? Yeah. They, I guess say, so. they say fuck Georgia in this movie. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, I think the movie begins in a liquor store, right? Because there is like a, at least a kind of funny joke. About I the boo, the, the beer girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a stand. He's at, yeah, he's like at a liquor store, or a convenience store, or whatever, uh, like gas station, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's a gas station. They all like hang around. No, like it's just a liquor store. You're right. And mm -hmm. there's like a standee of a woman with beer, and, and it, it says, says "Grab a pair." And like obviously, it's supposed to be like a you know innuendo mm -hmm. and he's just like i would like to no i you know i want to make me think i would like to grab another pair but not a beer if you know what i mean and you're like oh he's talking about her boobs and he doesn't get the joke but then he says my, my own balls. my balls yeah and you're like okay this guy's stupid mm -hmm. seems Great. like a scott ackerman thing yeah it's funny when you can tell there was a certain thing that i was like this i feel like this is scott ackerman i mean this is skipping like absolutely forward but like in the song, in the R&B song, he write, there, there's a line where it's like, they say an erotic letter from Ben Vereen. And I'm like, that I feel like is a Scott Ackerman. <laughs> That's just like an old like Broadway actor, like, you know, thes you know, actor of stage and screen, like legend. Right. It's very random. Um, but yeah, I mean, not much happens in the first in the first half of this movie, except for establishing that. Ronnie's always getting arrested, being crazy. Oh. He's trying to marry this girl for like the fourth time. They have kids. He's absent father. You know, mm -hmm. there's not much di like dimension to get into there, really. No, yeah. He I keeps mean, it's, getting it's, caught on the 
the cops like show that's called Fuzz. It doesn't seem any more uh, three dimensional than a, a, sketch a sketch comedy character. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it is funny. I think it's interesting the idea and like Scott Ackerman re- mentioned this in, in like that interview that I read that's basically like, oh, we wanted to do, you know, like when you do a sketch show, I guess for some reason the end goal is to make a movie out of it. And like maybe it's because we kept being we, we, we were always compared to like Monty Python. So it's like, OK, well, we'll do the Monty Python thing and we'll do a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's weird that jump from like sketch show to movie because it is so different. Right. Like as the form, obviously. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm really smart. I mean, what a, what a I, smart critique. <laughs> <laughs> Sketch comedy is different than a whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But the, the thing is like most, I think most sketch writers, writers are like, I could make a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they, I, I wrote this can't. five page thing that has like three jokes in it yeah like one characteristic that i just heighten you know yeah. <laughs> what if i just wrote 25 sketches yeah all with the same character but it, but also like it does work sometimes like yes, i mean i love superstar it's one of my favorite movies um i think someone that was never one of my favorite movies but i also I don't know if i've ever sat down and watched the whole thing i feel like recently someone i i like read that someone was like that's a bad movie and i was like literally what (laughs) and now i'm like scared i'm like have i been wrong this whole time and then i'm like no fuck you superstar is hilarious and it's great and i love it yeah wayne's world i mean you know like it works when it works there's a movie i that i still think is probably funny if i wanted to go back to watch it but i don't know when i ever will or why Mm -hmm. i ever would and it's uh dirty work um, I don't want to do your dirty. Is it silly damn movie? I don't think I know this movie. No, it's a uh, it's a Norm Macdonald's. Um, oh, hot! Literally so hot. Uh, Norm Macdonald and Artie Lang. Okay, um, wait, dirty. Oh, okay. I feel like I've seen this poster. It's like, I yeah, remember, like, I, I haven't seen. And then this. I watched it as like a like a maybe thirteen, fourteen year old, and me and my brothers loved it. Um. But for all I know, it could be bad. It's sick. It's dirty. It's their job. Dirty work. <laughs> Revenge is sweet. When Norm MacDonald is bad, right? Kinda. What Norm did he McDonald's say recently like that was bad? Of... Why is it always know. the hot guys that I like are bad? He. It's nineteen ninety eight, by the way. Bad, bad. Like I don't think he's like. Oh, if you list like Norm MacDonald, you're canceled. I think he's just mm. like. But I feel like here's the test: is like. Has Norm Macdonald said the N-word? I feel like absolutely. <laughs> I feel like probably. Maybe. I wouldn't be but shocked I mean, if that were true. Absolutely, David Cross has. Like, oh, yeah. We know that to be a fact, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. Bob Odenkirk uh, has never done anything bad, right, though? He's a sweetie. If he has, I don't want to know. No, I mean, he does wear dreads in this, which is uh, yeah. suspect, but not. But that's like... Everyone was doing that at the time. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, it, okay. Yes, it doesn't excuse it, but that's a good excuse. <laughs> but everyone was doing it. <laughs> um, that is such a. It's it's really it's this thing that we keep coming across of like how to critique these early two thousands movies that like don't <laughs> hold up to our standards of today. But it's like this was the norm. But then I think every time I'm like, oh, but this was normal. Then I think about like when people are like, oh, well, it was just normal for men to grab women's asses in the workplace. And I'm like, no, that's bad, you know? So then I'm like, <laughs> right. I have to backtrack. Yeah, I mean, it's it all can bad. be both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it can be 
it can't have been normal and always have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, how much do you excuse? I don't know. For sure. I don't uh, know. I can't. But also anything I say is right because I am a woman of color. No, no, I, yes, I, I sure. like immediately wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I can't um, say that. I can't say that. Anyways. Um, okay. Whatever. Ronnie's being bad. And I will uh, also mm-hmm. like not only is Ronnie being bad, but I either I know he does it at some point but they do absolutely drop uh, a homophobic slur very early maybe on 5 minutes in this movie yeah yeah but then it's undercut Sarah Tears sister but I think it's um I can't remember is it that they call Bob Odenkirk that no yeah yeah that's like yeah and I think they also call I think Ronnie says it like right away i'm sure yeah that makes sense but i feel like i remember i can't remember exactly what the joke was but i felt like it was like un- they undercut it in some way that it wasn't as bad i don't know i can't remember it, like i don't know maybe i'm wrong i can't i literally can't remember <laughs> and i literally watched this today yeah. how how sad that this is such a forgettable thing i know it's really uh, sad there were i do th- I've known about this movie for a very long time and I knew about it because of kids I went to high school with who was like this movie Mm. rocks. The thing is, is if you look at it on paper, it should rock like this cast is incredible and Mm -hmm. we'll get into it. Um, Like there's, there's so many great cameos. Um, There's my crush. There's a couple like kids in the hall people. Mm -hmm. Um, Dave Foley. I love Dave Foley's my crush. He's so cute. Yeah. Dave, Dave Foley and news radio. I'm dying. I'm, I haven't seen news radio or that's but. what it's called. Right. Yeah. I watched that one day when I had like a long, um, wait for my, I just like bought it on, um, on iTunes and watched it at an airport while I was waiting for, <laughs> for my plane. Um, and I was like, he's so cute. He's so cute in sky high. Also. I love him. Anyways, on paper, it seems like this movie should fucking rock. And it, absolutely. It's, it's not well, as much of a da- of of a disappoint disappointment as like um what was the one I was so excited for and then it was so bad oh bong water oh sure yeah yeah like, bong water's worse yeah I, I I would say so what were you gonna say um I don't think like Bob and David have had very strong careers as far as like them the together mm. they they've made I mean like. David wrote and directed that one movie that was like all over the podcasts like five what? years ago where Matt Walsh is like a star of it. And it's like, I forget what it's called. I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah, please do. Okay. I downloaded it from like, I think I supported like the Indiegogo or something for it. And Alvin like, and the chipmunks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is in that. Uh, I think he mentions that in something. Um, it, what was it called? Kill um, Your Darlings? No. That's another movie. Yeah. Uh, writer that he wrote? He wrote and directed, and directed. it. Let me just get yeah. it. Direct. Matt Walsh was the star of it. Let me see. Um, Hits? Hits. Hits. Would have never guessed Hits. If you had told me a million things, <laughs> I would have never guessed. Oh, I think I remember this a bit. But like the whole Jason thing Ritter, is like a him. guy goes viral on Matt Walsh goes viral on YouTube for like being very like 
angry with his um, city hall staff or whatever. Oh, yes. Okay. And they make him like a celebrity because of like how passionate he is about politics. And they Mm -hmm. finally give him like a microphone to like speak what he wanted to say. And then immediately he says the N word and that's the end of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Like he's like a racist. Is it good though? Is Is it a good movie? It was, I liked it when I saw it, but I don't know if I could recommend it. Yeah. Interesting. It's weird. Has da- um, has has Bob done? Has he written? Bob has directed some movies that I do think are good, but I don't know if he's ever written anything. Listen, Bob, we got to talk about it. It's just when when there's a duo, there's always one that's better. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's just the way it is, right? For sure. Am I crazy? Yeah, and of course you're talking about our podcast right now. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I'm saying <laughs> when there's a I'm duo, saying you decide. One <laughs> person's better. <laughs> always, every time. <laughs> um. Well, I do think. I mean, I Bob is more successful in in yes. like a general way. Yeah, but he's directed a lot has, of birthday has a pretty boys. Big stand-up career. As far as like that goes, but he also, but Bob hasn't been canceled at all. Correct. And the Bob's thing great. is, is unfortunately, like, okay, if we're talking Bob's and David's, who's the Bob and who's the David? Have we done this one already? I think we have. We did for the Mister Show episode. I can't remember what we said. I can't remember. I think I said I was Bob. Yeah, I think you were Bob and Bob. I was David. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how yeah. sad! How sad for me. I'm gonna get canceled and and just be not as a little kind of not as successful. You know. Yeah, but I'll still give you some some stuff to, thank you <laughs> thanks so much um, bob directs uh melvin goes to dinner which jack black is in okay um, we're excited is that after is that like literally the next movie we're supposed to do <laughs> no the next movie Maybe. we're supposed to do is um ice age ice age so stoked okay. <laughs> i'm so excited for ice uh, age. i am excited for that one um and then he also directed let's go to prison mm. um and uh, a movie that i genuinely like I think it's very funny. It's called The Brother Solomon. I know this name, but I don't think I've seen. Will Arnett and Will Forte play brothers. Say no more. (laughs) Uh, And it's genuine. Will Forte wrote it. Um, I love that for him. It's very, very funny. Interesting. We'll watch it. It's one of those things where like, if I do get the chance to meet Bob Odenkirk. You'll say that uh, and he'll be like, I'll, okay, I'm cool. You're cool. <laughs> I have met him one time, but uh, it was in like a line to like meet Bob Odenkirk. Oh, like, of course. Like, you didn't get to have your personal like thing where he's like, wait, this guy's actually cool. He's not like the other fans right. that just know me from the one thing. You know? I am Facebook friends with his son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> brat, weird fucking brat. <laughs> Yeah, pretty cool. He was on my cool. old podcast in Chicago a couple times. Um, Bob Odenkirk was like was fucking around at IO like a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. With, last year, actually. yeah, last year. What's time? Um, yeah. which that's nice for him, you know. Give Chicago a little sprinkle of something. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. so mean. <laughs> yeah, there's some rumors about him in Chicago that I don't know. Uh, what I heard him a long time ago and haven't heard anything since. But wait, what does that mean? Um, just, uh, that he might be starting production. Oh, starting production. Yes. Yeah, okay. I thought, I thought you were like insinuating something more salacious and bad. Oh, no, 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 no. I remember these rumors. Um, yeah. I think that's fine, but also there's already production in Chicago. Okay. Go to Miami. Yeah, but there's no good like comedy production. I think that's a lie. There's, I think that's wrong. There's okay. Name 
one I don't comedy. know. Exactly. But, but I just feel like. Win for Richie. I, I'm thinking about like, okay, there are so many reasons I left Miami and it was because I didn't, there, I felt that there were no opportunities for me there. Right. Go somewhere like that. Chicago <laughs> already has a community. Being like, I, I grew up in Chicago, a Chicago guy my whole life. <laughs> I was really, really bummed I had to leave because of the lack of like comedy <laughs> film industry. Couldn't really make the stuff I wanted to make. I didn't Let's go to Miami. So I'm going to Miami to start. A production <laughs> I think it's time, you know, like Chicago has its thing. Let it be its thing. Chicago's never gonna going to be New York. It's Miami. <laughs> That's like Bob Odenkirk. That's pretty good. <laughs> but not in this movie because Bob Odenkirk's doing a British accent, yes, which is obviously British making me horny, which is obviously yes. making me horny. And he's wearing like little vests and little glasses and he's like mm. looking stupid. I think um, it's a fake beard. Absolute. Yeah, it's not real in any way. Um, okay. So let's, so the whole point of this movie is, um, he, we are introduced to Bob Odenkirk's character. Who's what's his name again? Something stupid. Uh, Something tinsley. <laughs> um, it's, um, it, it's, 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 uh, 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 okay. Wait, literally what's Bob his Odenkirk name? Went to Southern Illinois university. Who knew? Southern Illinois University. Yep. What? It's in Carbondale, Illinois. The fuck? Why can't I find um, what? Bob Odenkirk's name is Terry Twilstein. There we go, Terry Twilstein, and he's a he's a, a fancy British fellow, and he works in Hollywood, baby, and he has a a product that that was kind of funny a little bit. Yeah, I thought that was the funny. food orator show sketch. Yeah, we we see we him like doing into- like mush. Mm-hmm. He has to get rid of his food, and then, but there, he's like presenting it on like a home shopping network situation, and a blade comes out and slices the host like neck, and she like dies or whatever. Yep. Um, but then he's like, "I need something to sell," and I think he sings it like "Send in the clowns." He's like, "Something to sell." He just sings that like <laughs> twice, and I was like, "That's funny." Um, and then he discovers. That this guy, Ronnie Dobbs, has become this like a real star on their like cops show, mm-hmm. Fuzz. And, and that when he learns about Ronnie, it's packed with uh, Patton Oswalt, yeah, Brian Posehn, and Doug Benson. All the all the the comedy boys of the time, and they're laughing. And they're like, "This guy should have his own show." And he goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what?" And um, he is from Hollywood, and we do we do get a. Uh, this, this of course, I was like on high alert because they show you a billboard of a obvious Survivor parody yeah, called Elimination Rebecca, Island. Uh, Moses said, Rebecca's going to like this. <laughs> See, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm very sensitive about Survivor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, the guy they got as Jeff Probst, he doesn't even have even a, even, even, even a, in a centimeter of the star power that Jeff Probst has in his, in, in one fucking pinky. Okay. Nope. Um, but the whole joke of that is that it's like survivor of except they're cannibals. And then they eat the person that gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. get a little flash of that. So like throughout the movie, there's little sketches, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, literally we could not talk about this movie at all and just talk about the part that Jackson, because it has nothing to do with what that's happens true. or what happens after. <laughs> Should we do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like it's it really good to give the context of the movie, but like, and I do, I do think the premise of 
why Jack's part comes in is funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do not like Jack's part though. <laughs> you don't. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I have, I have thoughts on it. Um, but I, I also have thoughts on it. <laughs> okay. I mean, we'll, we'll not spend too much time. We'll basically, okay. Bob Odenkirk, um, fucking gets Ronnie and he's like, let's go to Hollywood. I'm giving you your own show. He gets his own show. He gets real famous, which does lead us to like a fun party situation yeah, where there's like so, so many, many cameos. Insane. It's like, should I, we name them? I mean, right off the yeah. bat, we got hot Ben Stiller always. Yeah. You got hot John Stamos. Hot. Yeah. 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 And Rebecca Romaine. Yes. Rebecca Romaine. We've got um, South Park boys. Um, yeah. Trey. Matt, Matt and Trey. Uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Um, Scott Thompson, which this actually, I liked this little joke. Mm, that was who that was. Okay. I, I was like, this guy looks familiar. And it reminded me that I've seen Scott Thompson do stand up once. And it was the worst set of stand up I've ever seen in my entire life. That's terrible. <laughs> when? Absolutely. In LA last year. Interesting. That, I mean, I guess I like literally left. I've never left the venue. I, he made me leave a venue. Why? He's like, like he's like, like old school. He's kids in the hall. You know, yeah. he's like, he said something about. He, he kept saying the R word a lot. Oh, um, that makes sense. And then like also was like, was oh, it stand up like, or was his like, was it his like one man show? Cause I know he has like one man show type thing. It was, it was stand up. I'm pretty sure okay. he said like he compared a mentally challenged person to a dog. And that's when I sort of, Oh uh, no, peaced out. that sucks. Yeah. Hmm. But you know, maybe he took some notes after that. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. said Richie Owens left my <laughs> show. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go back and see the recording and see when did he leave? What did he not like? And I have to re-examine. <laughs> um that makes sense though. I guess like older, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. You'd think you, you know what's so in what's what's so interesting is that even if you're like a part of a marginalized community, even if you are like a gay man, you know, like who, yeah, he did like a lot of, you know, like historically, um, for like sketch comedy and stuff like being out gay, like whatever, like he was in a moment, you know? Um, but then you could still be bad. <laughs> yes, correct. What's yeah. so interesting is that you could actually still be bad no matter for what. Sure. Um, but I did like his joke because there's, I mean, there's a lot of like, whatever, it's like stupid gay, sh gay jokes in this movie. Yeah. But um, he like, he starts talking to um, Ronnie. I can't even remember what he says. Like that, that triggers Ronnie to be like, oh no, I'm not like, I'm not uh, going to get like dragged into that like gay, like Hollywood gay conspiracy. He just says it as like an off comment. Yeah. It's really weird. It's very, it's very weird. But then Scott Thompson like, says into his like th there's like he has a pack of cigarettes and he like and and it's like a microphone and he's like he's on to us or something and then it like mm -hmm. cuts to there is an actual like hollywood gay conspiracy with patrick warburton um yes. at the head and we love that and that's uh ooh okay the chick himself that might be that's part of my ow ow horny that's one of my ow ow oh, hornies yeah? i love patrick warburton i just think he's hot um love that voice and I don't know, that made me laugh. I was like, it's just kind of sure. funny. And he, there's like, there's a leak. And then they like tell him to go back into the closet. It's like stupid, but mm -hmm. I kind of And laugh. he says like, he does like, he, when they say go back in the closet, he like walks up to a group of women and he says like, hello, ladies, lovely posture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
Oh, yeah. We, we skipped to some other little cameos, though, because they pitched the show to um, to like, you know, Hollywood execs or whatever. And mm. that is where we meet Dave Foley. I mean, it's just like one scene, but it's yeah. also Sarah Silverman and Andy Richter. So like Correct. there's really no one. I feel like there's no one in this movie who's not someone. Right. Like it's pretty padded pretty out. Pretty much. Oh, there's that one part where um, I guess they're like. They're like, oh, Ronnie, you look lost. Come come with me. And I didn't know who that guy was. I think that's like when he goes to rehab or something. Hmm. Uh, can I say who I, who I personally think is the star of this movie? Tell me. It's SpongeBob SquarePants himself, Tom Kenny. Okay, because let me tell you something. That's the other part of my ow ow horny <laughs> is that Good. I have a huge crush on Tom Kenny and he's in it. Both parts that he plays are funny. Yes. Um. He, so he he's plays. A, one's poem. a news reporter who keeps really screwing up. That's just a good <laughs> sketch idea. That's just like a good thing on its own. Like he'll talk about something really. He's trying to talk about like prison and he's he'll be like, they're having a wonderful yeah. time. Oh, they're having a terrible time. Oh, slip of yeah. the tongue. Gosh, what's wrong with me? Yeah. He's like these two lovely prisoners. <laughs> sorry. Tortured. <laughs> that was funny. And he's just so he's so cute. And like, oh, God, a tongue twister. That, that is for me. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, yeah, those little undercuts were very funny throughout. And, um, he also, also the ice King on adventure time, which I watched during quarantine and I love adventure time's good for like the first time or just to be watching. I watched like the first two seasons a long time ago and I just Mm. never was able to like watch every episode. And now that it's done, I finished it. Did you cry? Um, I didn't very, very close. Yeah. I mean, I liked it when I watched it. That was like some stuff that. I could like watch with my brother like a little bit like, you know, some years yeah. ago and that was nice and fun um, when I would visit. But uh, yeah, I love Tom Kenny. I think he's, I mean, I, we talked about it on the, on that episode that I think he's my, my Mr. Show MVP. Like he always yeah. makes me laugh. Um, he also and plays. He's, our, he's also the, probably the most successful of all of the Mr. Show people, right? Probably. I mean, oh my no god! You know what's he really, but he's probably the richest. But you know what's? Yeah, that's the thing. I was about to say, like, what's out out horny to me is just imagining how fucking rich Tom Kenny is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, me and Tom Kenny get married, we're rolling in dough. <laughs> but like, he doesn't. He doesn't act like a rich guy, you know. Right. <laughs> he's still good old Tom Kenny. I love him. I do. Uh, is a is assumed uh, net worth is twenty million dollars, which I don't. Ay-yay-yay. That's crazy. I want even just one. <laughs> I just want one billion. One million, one billion. I'll have it all. <laughs> um, yeah, he also later plays the uh, kind of like cult leader that uh, takes Ronnie in for like a scene, which we'll talk about. But he's the thing is, is that he's um, I will say he's be- he's bleach blonde in that. And that was very yeah. uh, horny for me. I was like, he sure. looks good. He's doing funny acting. That is ticking the boxes for me. But before that, before that, at the party, at this big Hollywood party, is there anyone else we, we missed of cameos? There's just like Jeff a bunch Garland. of people. Jeff Garland. Um, well, this is probably even before he's successful enough to be to have called that a cameo. Mm. Right? Jeff Garland? I no, I think he's probably successful already. I don't know how he became successful. I don't know either. But I I'm feel just... like it was career enthusiasm. Oh, okay. Huh. But I don't know. Maybe. Probably right. Um, I will say I did. I did think it was funny when like Jeff Garland's girlfriend is like 
can you tell me to fuck off? Yeah. And he's like, fuck <laughs> you, bitch. Yeah, he gets like really sort of into it, but he also still seems hesitant and like pours guacamole on her head and pushes her in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like smiling because she's like, I guess this is what I asked for. Yeah. There's like a couple, there's a couple, um, on the whole, I'm not like so taken by David Cross's performance as Ronnie, no. but there are a couple lines that do make me laugh consistently, which is like, when he has, he has like his little crew of friends. Oh, also, um, David Cockner's in this and I've always loved him. I think he's really funny and I'm low key attracted to him. It's fine. Um, he keeps getting fucked up more and more like injured because of like Ronnie's shenanigans. Um, um a good story I heard about David Koechner is that when like, is it Koechner? I think it's Koechner. Okay, I'm just so ow-ow-horny, I'm calling him Cockner. Am I right, folks? Uh, I get it. Quarantine's making me crazy. I need a little David Um, Cockner. (laughs) Just kidding, I don't want to have sex, I just want to kiss. Okay, go on. uh, (laughs) Put on a Um, t-shirt. Yeah, so he, he like, comes to I.O. Chicago every year with his old improv team, which includes Neil Flynn from um, uh, Scrubs. And... um, they do like their form that they created or whatever. And um, David Koechner like makes sure to take a picture with like every IO intern and like person who works there because he's Cute. like, I used to do this too. And I know, know like how thankless this is and like how much this means to people. Like, I think that's he's just, really like, nice. Yeah. It's always funny to think about people like him who like, you know, he usually plays like brutish, like disgusting men, like whatever. Yeah. But and very like straight guy, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's always funny for me to think about like them being like improvisers, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. doing the lamest thing, which is improv. <laughs> I mean, I trash it all the time, but I obviously love improv. But like, it's funny. It, it feels vulnerable that they actually are improvisers. Right. And he's like, yeah, I want to go back to IO and do an improv show. <laughs> like, <laughs> how stupid and funny. Yeah. Um. Anyways, before, but yeah, he's like part of the little crew. The one line that makes me laugh every time his little crew comes around is is when David Cross is like, oh, hey, you, hey, blah, blah, blah. And like, hey, fucked up dog. I just think that's funny. <laughs> that there's just like a dog who's fucked up. He's like, yeah. he says it a couple of times and it makes me laugh. Because um, that dog is a little fucked up. Okay, Melissa's peeking. Melissa's saying hi. Yeah, she's going to the bathroom. She's going to the bathroom. Okay. And this is our weekly Melissa Okay, go off, queen. Break. Okay. We're, we're peaking. Yeah. This is our, this is now our Melissa check-in. Melissa. Ow, ow, Melissa's peeing. <laughs> Melissa made me a necklace. that says Al Pacino. Um, I, I said that Melissa, cause, cause now, I mean, are we allowed to reveal this that you and me are working together, but we're also working with Melissa. Yep. <laughs> the three of us are coworkers. And when I got hired, I said, okay, Melissa's my work wife. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, and that's beautiful for us. Anyways, um, we do have to talk about uh, at the party, he meets the girl from the beer standy, Kayla. Yes. And and he's like, oh, and she and she seems. Yeah. Her agent basically tells her to have sex with him, which is, you know, great. We love that. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but then, I mean, I thought then it goes into like a music video, sure. which I mean, I thought it was funny. Good. I'm glad you did. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> I didn't well, think the didn't, whole I thing mean, was funny. That kind of music in general is something that like. That what? Like 
that kind of music sort of like makes me feel sad in general. I don't know why. Like art, like like R and B in in general, like sort of like reminds me of. There's a bunch of things that remind me of being a kid uh, who couldn't control um, the music he was listening to, and it made me sad. Okay, why? Because you were forced to listen to R and B all the time. No, just like. Like, you know, like when you're in the car with your parents and there's a song on that, like, you didn't really want to hear. Mm-hmm. And like, you just have to sit with it. Yeah. That's, that's what this of, reminded you of? That's what all R&B reminds me of. And, like, even a parody, I'm like, I just don't care. I'm just not even going to, like, listen. So I couldn't tell you what the parody was about. Wow. Yeah. That's, okay, I feel like you should go to therapy for that. <laughs> I absolutely need therapy. For, sure. for like but just for that specifically like this weird um reaction that you have to r&b i'm like mm-hmm. i'm it's like the richie same thing with toto's africa i don't know if i said that already that's so interesting makes me really sad <laughs> wow okay i was gonna play it but i don't want to make you sad richie <laughs> <laughs> i'll just play i just want to play like the one line that made me laugh is that okay okay yeah no 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 yes. it won't make me like i think it's gonna make you sad i don't know that's, no it's okay if we'll see It's going to be so funny and you're going to laugh. They're on a, they're on a rooftop. David Cross looks fucking bad. In this. I'll say it. Okay. This night of nights will truly be rememberable. I will stick my penis in your beautiful vagina. I mean that's funny. Yeah. I think it's funny. So worth it. It's just just, I like the I I just like that he just says that he'll stick his penis into her beautiful vagina. Yep. Oh yeah, it's funny. Listen, it's just one of the very few times that I actually laughed. Yeah. I totally understand. Okay, so it was worth it for us to go to that clip. Um That's also where the line for the, uh, they're just like started. They're just yeah. rhyming a lot of things with Ian, and that's the line. Um, an erotic letter from Ben Vereen, which is also funny to me. <laughs> um, I I think that my ow ow horny moment of the week is um that beer model uh Kayla. in her bathing yeah in her bathing suit coming out of the pool with the with both of them in the pool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, there's a couple of times. Also, like when. Uh, Jill Tally, whatever her character's name is, Tammy, as, yeah, as a yeah. girlfriend or whatever. His when she's like at his house, she comes in in her bathing suit. I was like, yep. Okay. Sure. Okay. This is crazy, but Richie's horny for bathing suits on women. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Whenever I see a bussy woman in a small bikini, I just can't help myself. That's so weird. <laughs> Not to kink shame you, but that's fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well. I think it's because of quarantine, probably. You're going, I, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to go to a beach. <laughs> then you go to a doctor, get my fucking tongue back in my in my mouth, and my eyes back in my head. You're going, awooga. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. Um, that's the thing. Those cartoons never show you how you get that shit back into your damn face. I certainly don't. <laughs> and I've spent my whole life trying to figure it out. Yeah, because you're like, I want to be able to get so horny that it all gets out of me. <laughs> but what am I going to do when it falls out? I got to talk again. I got to put it back in. Okay, hilarious stuff from us. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
uh, so yeah, that all that happens. Then, um, for some reason, Ronnie needs to escape into a cult for to self reflect yeah. and. And there's, and yeah, not really in, and, and Tom Kenny is being cute with bleached hair and he's being like, tell me what you want. And Jeff Goldblum is there. And okay. Jeff Goldblum is like looking in like a two early two thousands hot way, but also like his arms, like he's looking fucking good. Do you know? Yeah. He's true. bad, right? <laughs> what? Like, he's bad, right? Uh, something came out recently. I can't fucking remember. I, I feel like this this podcast could actually just be called He's Bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just He's like, Bad, right? A podcast about everybody but Jack Black. Yeah, and, and it's just like any person that I'm attracted to, it's He's Bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's looking crazy and he's looking, he's, he's looking hot and he's looking good. And what's her name? I fucking love her. She's in it. <laughs> she's in that scene. You know what I'm talking about with M. Mar- Mary Lynn Rice. Mary Lynn Rice. She's great. And she's wearing a shirt that says Gemini. And I bet you're like, okay, that's me. Because you're that one. I did think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then uh, greedy little Bob Odenkirk comes back to save, to grab him because he needs to have the show again. Um, And then basically there's... um. Oh, so the way that we get to Jack is Bob and David are about to kiss, right? Yes. And then it cuts out back to that narrator. And it's like, we needed to cut this out because of the big studio or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which I wonder if that's true. I was wondering if that was like a joke of like about what actually happened. But I don't know because I couldn't I didn't I mean, I did not do hours of research onto this film, but I didn't see anything automatically that was like about that. Sure. Um, In my in my peripheral in my like, you know, um, casual research. But so it's like, yeah, they like to keep the rating or whatever. Like, I don't know. They cut that out. It was supposed to be a very tender love scene. But then it's like, okay, here are other examples of when stuff is getting got cut out of a movie. And this is. Who baby an hour and 27 seconds in <laughs> yeah. to the film is when we're finally getting Jack. And yep. that's, I mean, since it's been a long time since we've had to wait that long for Jack. Yeah. And I will obviously, well, maybe not obviously there's a couple other movies we'll do where he has small bit parts like this, but, um, it honestly reminded me of the Muppets. Yeah. Like Did you watch love, the Muppets. I, I saw like when it came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, and yeah, so we get a little clip of, that was cut from a beloved child's movie, children's movie. And I mean, should we just fucking play it? Like we can literally play it. Yeah. I get, I like some of it. Like a, do we need a trigger warning for this song? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Not, not, not to me. <laughs> well, that's enough of a trigger warning. It's like, it's not that bad. But what? It's like, he says, he just, cunt? it's just a male saying the C word over and over. Like, it's oh, like, I don't care. <laughs> I, if you sure. can, like, I don't know. Like, it, I think the word's funny. Um, Good. But yes, you're more responsible and <laughs> there well, are, there's a world in which this does need a trigger warning. I will say probably like when I started improv f- five years ago, mm-hmm. when I probably was your age, 
Um, okay, just okay. Calm down. Well, I'm just saying. He's when like, I was, he's your like, age, I was your, like, I was like, yeah, I'm your cares? boss. I'm, he's I like, I'm your boss it. at your job now, and I'm also, <laughs> I'm also, I'm also like, oh, when I was your age, Richie, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, Whatever. The thing is like, say what you want. Literally, to say. it was only five years ago, and it feels insane. But I was like, in an improv scene, I might like throw that out, like as like a joke to like punch mm. something hard, you know? Yeah. And then like, I found I like started to read Facebook posts from women being like. I hear men say this word and in scenes and it absolutely should never be said. And I was like, Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that word. And I Ugh, just, I don't I know. Stopped. Am I, I a bad lesson I've learned? Am I, I a bad feminist that I'm like, I, and this is like true. This is, I will say this is truly not me trying to be cool. I just like, do not care. Sure. I think it's like, it's funny. It's like British. I don't know. It's like, yeah, like I, which is how they use it. I suppose. I mean, okay. Did you see the gentleman? Okay. Hugh Jackman or not Hugh Jackman. I mean, um, fucking <laughs> the other Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hugh Grant says like the last movie I saw in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The last movie you, okay. Listen to this. The last movie you saw was Gen- the gentleman. And my last movie was portrait of the lady on fire. Okay. The duality of man. Actually, I will say my last movie was probably actually First Cow, but. I'm so mad that you saw First Cow and I didn't. Yeah. I'm really upset. Um, but yeah, Hugh Grant says cunt like 75 times per like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's psycho. It's funny. It's that movie. I could talk about it for hours. Um, bad, but also did I have a thrilling time watching it? Of course. Um, and listen, I can't answer for Jeremy. I can't. I'll just say it right now. I can't. Sure. Um. But yeah, I don't know. End of story is it's not me trying to be cool. I just, I've never felt offended <laughs> yeah, yeah, by this word. So we're going to play it. <laughs> um, but, oh yeah, there's, um, okay, right here, right here, right here, right here. It's, so it's like cut to children's movie. And this is the first time we're seeing Jack. Cut to reach a oh, specified wow. audience. Here's a scene cut from a popular children's film. Oh, there are several ways to irritate a lady. There he is. You could mention that her act's gone out of style. And He's dancing on the roof. It's bound like to Mary Poppins. But here's a little trick to go the extra mile. Give just a little kick in the cunt. It's fine. <laughs> That's you know the the, the basis of it. If you go for the punt with Actually, I want to get to this other part. Now you might want to suck her a club in the chopper. So shock up and making a grab at a knockers, but she'll call the coppers and you'll end in jail where you eat bread and water and shit in a pail. So if you've enough of a womanly guff, no need to be rough. It'll be quite enough to call her bluff with a huff and a puff. Just stuff your foot straight into her muff. Anyways, that's the extent of the Jack Black in this movie. And then that's this whole part. Yeah. And then this, this joke is kind of funny. That was yes. an inappropriate scene to show here as it was cut for time, not content. Funny, <laughs> funny, funny joke. Yeah. Um, Scott joke probably. So what are you? Okay. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, the, I made exactly one note. In the whole of the film. Okay. No, I mean. About uh, this. Of just about this. Sure. And. He looks so cute. He but does. Come on. <laughs> he looks so cute, but come on. Yeah. 
Because he is wearing a little, he's got, he's dirty like a little chimney sweep, like a little mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. He's wearing the little cap. He's got a little black tooth situation, like no tooth, missing tooth. And he's dancing around. He does look so cute. Yeah. My um, dream, but come on. And what's, and what's, and, and expand on come on. I just, speak, like, on that. It's just like, speak on that. It's crude uh, for the sake of it in not a way that, I mean, maybe it would have been funny if I watched it. Uh, you know, when I was your age. Shut <laughs> up. Did I say it was funny? Oh my God. No, I didn't. God. I'm kidding. I just said I don't uh, care about the word cunt. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like I, if I had watched this in high school, maybe I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I don't know. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. You could have, you have Jack Black in your movie and that you're going to give him that and he's going to knock it out of the park, of course. He's going to go like, full out. Give, give it, it something better. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Noted. I mean, I don't think it's, I, I didn't laugh. I was mostly just happy to see him finally. Yes, exactly. Um, but I'm honestly, my take is that I'm honestly at this point, I'm glad that we watched the movie because to me, I see this and I'm thinking, yes, he needs to be on Broadway. Yeah, I agree. I did. think That's that what I'm well. thinking yeah. because he's dancing. He's doing like a fun accent. I don't know if I've seen him do British before or after. No. He, no, he, I've never he seen does it. not he, do British. He's never done a musical. I no. mean, besides Tenacious D. And this is my whole thing. And I've been talking about it semi-recently is that it's crazy to me that he has not been on Broadway yeah. and that he has not like dropped in for a limited um, run of something on Broadway. That's like funny or whatever, or, or serious or anything because he has the chops and he's, do- and that little like fast part, you know, I'm like, okay, music man. Okay. Like this is, this is Broadway. This is musical theater. And, um, and for that, I am happy we watched it because it really just like, I've always had this suspicion that he would be great in like straight up musical and I'm like, okay, here's a straight up musical number. And, and Richie's put on some silly glasses, some, some sunglasses to seem like a cool mm. guy. Um, but, but yeah, like I was like, cool to get like a confirmation because I've heard him. What it is, is that we've heard him sing in his own style that he right. has written, you know? Um, and we know that he can do that, but this is a completely different style and probably honestly something that Scott Ackerman wrote. Like, or some, you know, right? Uh, I checked it in the credits and it was uh, every, every, all the writers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I could see Scott, like, heading something like that. And you got Evan Schletter on the keys. Of course. <laughs> um, And you can see, like, yeah, he can do another style. Also, he's doing little dances. Okay. Yeah, I think, he, I, I think musically it's good. I think, mm-hmm. like, as a dance, it's good. Yeah. Like, it's. I just wish the content was something else. Totally. It's fun when you commit to a style like in parody mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, we're going to do it for real. We're not going to, we're not like, we're going to get dancers and we're going to, you know, make it look different. And that's like interesting. We're going to put right. you in like that genre. Um, but yeah, like I wish the the material was, was funnier too. Cause it's, I will say the joke at they, the end is what's funny. Not the song. Yes, correct. Yeah. 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 And I, I think like, Later on, they do uh, sort of show like that they're making a Ronnie musical. Um, yes, and there's a guy who's singing like very beautifully. And it's, it's Mandy also, like, Patinkin, baby. Who is it? Mandy Patinkin, star of Stage oh, and Screen. Him? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, I didn't realize that. It's Mandy. I've like it's, only it's, seen well, him. on the on the marquee. It's like Mandy Patinkin is Ronnie Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. 
Okay, I like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he has like a beautiful voice in like the song itself. Like, I almost wish the movie was just that musical. Okay, yeah. And it's like, and it's actually, what it actually is, it's Cradle Will Rock, but for the Ronnie Dobbs musical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be good. Yeah, because basically what happens is like, um, Baba Odenkirk is like, try spinning off of this, you know, like money, 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 blah, blah. Yeah. And should we play, should we play like a section of that? Sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause he's, cause Mandy Patinkin sings a song called y'all brutalizing me, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is like, which is what, uh, like one of the things Ron, uh, Ronnie says, which is funny. Like, it's so interesting. The context of things where it's like, he there's jokes about he's like police brutality police brutality y'all brutalizing me um and then you're like but there is actual police brutality (laughs) and and that sucks right Mm -hmm. you know that's like yeah for sure okay but this but this does rock all right hopefully this isn't a youtube edit because i'm just not trying to find it come on i want to hear this hi what a what a voice <laughs> Y'all are brutalizing me. Yeah, and then it's just <laughs> not drink his beer in silence. <laughs> it's genuinely good. Well, what's so funny about it is that, like, I mean, they wouldn't have really known this then. Um, sorry, I'm just taken by the music. He like gives this beautiful performance and then Bob Odenkirk's like, it's terrible. I hate it. (laughs) Um, What's funny about this beyond it, just this aspect of it is that there's, there are so many um, like musical adaptations now. Like this is like all that's on Broadway. Right. Um, And it is people want it. I hate it. I mean, I want an original um, musical so bad, but What's funny is like I listen to it and I'm like this is this is what those sound like you know what I mean <laughs> like that is exactly like it it just it fits perfectly but I don't I'd I don't say think that's a good part of this movie yeah yeah that was a good part of this movie in this in like some way prescient you know because like I, that mm-hmm. wasn't really happening at that time where where everything was was like an adaptation um but yeah that's a great part that's a the thing they 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 have such pull they get great talent into this movie you know. Right. And I wouldn't say it's all wasted, but like in a way, kind of, you know? Yes. Yeah. Kind of is all, it is all wasted. Um, so that's a funny part, but that's another part that could have just, that is just like a sketch, you know, yes. all of the funny parts are just like a sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, then I don't know the fucking, <laughs> fucking really someone, it. someone captures a police chief's whatever son to Harley Emery. Yeah, I mean, we uh, fucking stand. And Scotty Ox, and it's the people that were in the Survivor show, yeah. and they want to kill Ronnie, even That's though he's Scott on. Kind of speaking part. Yeah, and he looks cute, you know, whatever. Yes. Yeah. And whatever, because Ronnie's on death row because of crimes, and but they want to kill him himself. And then 
There is the song uh, about the kid kicking ass. Um, I do love that kid. This son just like beats all these people up and it's just fun to watch him, Um, you know, karate chop. That's fun. Yes. And then Ronnie gets out because he tells them, the kid tells the police to take him out. I don't know. And then Ronnie's (laughs) Ronnie's free. And, um, and then they make a compromise because the show was Ronnie Dobbs gets arrested. And then they make a new show that's Ronnie Dobbs gets rescued, which is kind of funny. Like he just ends up in all of these predicaments and people need to rescue him, but he's still rich and famous and yada, yada. Yeah, that is funny. I didn't even realize that until right now. Oh, that it was Ronnie Dobbs gets rescued. Yep. You just were not watching the movie. I was working. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. There's what else? There's nothing much left. No. I mean, he, what gets back, he he gets back together with Tammy, I guess. Not really. She, she's moves to Hollywood and she's, she's like, I'm a Hollywood, I'm a Hollywood trophy wife. You know, the movie ends very abruptly. Yeah, it ends. Um, oh, yeah, there's like a weird enough. joke with like a kid in a wheelchair. I cannot even get into it. it like Why I have that no idea. Why is that a part of this what movie? The, what the joke is. There's like some voiceover. I can't tell. It feels, it just all feels offensive. And I'm like, I can't. My, I can't my only even get hope into is it. that when they recorded it, for some reason, like they didn't mic him well enough and they couldn't hear him. So they had to have david cross do his voice i mean that would be crazy because it is a movie (laughs) but yeah i don't even it's it's simply not worth it for me to try and parse through that at this point yes um and then the movie's over and there's and and, and we got one scene of jack and i mean this doesn't really further anything for him Uh, uh, right i mean i'm i'm like sure maybe Cause, no, because who else would he have? He wouldn't even like met other people, you know, and like had crossover with like some of the bigger stars that are in this, you know. I mean, Arlie, Emery, and him are in Saving Silverman together, but that's like yeah. But I'm like, there's no, I, I, I doubt that there's any new real connections being made through this movie. I feel like no. it would all just be like reestablishing old connections, and in that way, it's nice. It's like cute um, that. You know, they did a Mr. Show movie, you know, and he got to be in it because he was a part of Mr. Show, like, in a way, you know, and he was in it. So that's mm-hmm. nice. But, but, yeah. That's, yeah. That's it's, really I'm it. glad he. I'm glad he, him and his friends maybe had fun together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does feel like, I do wonder if at this point it's kind of like, is Jack doing them a favor? You know, or is it like no? This is still two thousand one. But still, it's like post this is high post fidelity. high fidelity. Yeah, he's popping I off. Know. I don't know. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who'd be like, "Yeah, I'll do you a favor." Well, no, like, no, of course. Like, yeah, I don't. Think I'm genuinely excited about this. He wouldn't be doing that, but I wonder if like that's actually what it feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but I guess they also helped make him. You know? Yeah, for sure. We're a huge part of it, so. I just wish it would have been nicer. Just whatever. Anyways, <laughs> anything, any other thoughts on Run, no, Ronnie, Run? I've exhausted every thought I have about this film. Do you think that um, Scott Ackerman would make a good comedy bang bang movie? 
Um, I don't know what, like... I think it'd be funny. Mm. I don't know if it'd be a good movie. Yeah. I'm I like, mean, did you other... watch the Between Two Ferns movie? No, because I heard it was bad and I didn't want to know I that. think it's funny, but it's not a great movie. Okay. It's, it's just a bunch of different Between Two Ferns segments. Like, Okay. Are there any sketch... Okay, here's a question. Are there any sketch shows that you like that you think would you would want to see a movie of? Okay. I, I I can't comment on the quality of this movie as it is today. Okay. Nor do I particularly think about this sketch group ever. Okay. okay. But there's a movie called Miss March. Okay. That's written by the whitest kids you know. Huh. That sketch group. Uh-huh. And I thought that movie was very funny. When did that come out? I didn't even see it. 2009 probably interesting 2008 2009 interesting um, but even that i do i do think that those guys have some good sketches but that that movie i just remember like actually liking it mm-hmm. um and otherwise like i don't know like i guess snl's made some good sketch movies yeah wayne's world of course my number Superstar, one. Superstar, as I mentioned. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I loved Kroll Show. Kroll Show was huge for me. Sure. I fucking loved Kroll Show. I would watch a Kroll Show movie just because I love, I'm like, put all of them in there. Make it Nick Kroll plays all of these people again. and there, But there is like some stupid story that connects them all, which kind of happens in the last season of Kroll Show. Like there's, a lot of cross. I mean, the whole show had a lot of crossovers with those characters, which makes yeah. me feel like maybe there's a possibility where there's like a good Kroll show movie. Um, cause I just love, so I love Bobby bottle service. I love Liz. I love, you know, Cesar. I love our, I love all of them. They're, they're, they're great. Um, birthday boys show would, or birthday boys be would maybe. So that's another know. thing. Like I love all those guys are so funny. Yeah. There's so but, many of them, though. That's the thing. How do you split mm-hmm. creative control? Right. It feels like, I mean, there are, like, the... I, I feel like if you have, like, a buddy comedy and the stars are Tim Kelpakis, Mike Hanford, and Mike Mitchell. Mm. But then all the other birthday boys are left out, and I like well, that's all the, of and them, too. Well, that's the thing. Then you have too. Dutton be, like, Dutton's so cool. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Hmm. I would love to see it. I would love everyone should make a movie and let me. Everyone should make a movie. <laughs> I wonder if a Key and Peel movie happens. They did make a Key and Peel movie, I guess. What the Keanu? Keanu? That's not a Key and Peel movie though. But it is a Key and Peel movie. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I like fun the movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, should we review? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do we have any? Do you have a song you want to go out on? Um, no, I get, uh, every rose has its thorn. That's a good song. Okay. Cause this does play in the song. Okay. How are we reviewing it? Okay. So we give, uh, we review Jack's performance and we review, uh, the movie. We review the movie by scatting our review a la Jack Black type scat. The longer the scat, the better the film. Exactly. Now I'm just uh, sorry. I'm like literally, we're just, I'm just, I played the poison every 
Rose has a Thorn video, and I feel like there's a narrative here. Raining. Okay, he looks amazing. I'll share the screen. <laughs> you gotta see it. You gotta see what I'm seeing. All right. Ooh. Okay. So we're reviewing Jack on a scale of what? We're re- reviewing uh, Jack on a. a one to five chimneys because he's a chimney sweep. Chimney sweep, and that's the only thing. Look at this girl's ass in this video. <gasps> okay, she looks amazing. All right, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, to give this movie a Jack Black type scat review, longer the better. I say this movie is good up, up. Okay. All right, mine is going to be Scabadoo. Dot. <laughs> That's it. Cool. Jack's performance. Jack's performance, I'm going to give him... I'm going to give him four chimneys. I think he has a good performance. Mm-hmm. I think he does very well. I don't think the content is that great, as I said. Not but his fault. I think he, I think he makes... Anybody else doing that is it's a million times worse. Absolute. I'll venture to say four and a half chimneys. <sighs> just because let me tell you, he's given me rhythm, he's given me moves, he's giving me that fast talking, fast he's giving me accents. He always does a vague foreigner accent, which I love and we will explore it later. And I like hearing a little, I don't know, cockney. I don't know, I could yeah, have been sure. making that up. <laughs> Um, so I'll give him four and a half. Great. Next week, we're doing it. We're getting ice cold in here. Is it cold here. in here? Burr, it's cold in here. It must be some ice age in the atmosphere. <laughs> Literally, I loved this movie when it came out, so I'm really I'm excited. excited for our ow, ow, horny moment of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, the thing is, is, I already know what mine is, okay? <laughs> And I think we'll have a fun um, special guest. So we for sure. Will. So stay tuned for that one. Um, hey, Rich, I'll see. I'll see you at work. Yep, yeah, see you at work. Uh, <laughs> keep your head up. 